0: Corso and Catone.
1: Presented by Special Sauce Podcast, Studio 42 Designs, and Corso Law
0: Group. Now for the real deal New England feel, Corso and Catone.
1: Welcome into Corso and Catone, the real deal New England feel. I'm Corso, he's Catone. Joe is in the booth, and you're watching us on YouTube, listening on iHot Radio, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you podcast. And check us out on Twitter as well. Hey, heated hotline. Make sure you call 855-313-PATS. Give us a call, 24-7, leave a message. Anything's on the table, please have a take. We're going to choose one. I want it to be yours. So 855-313-7287. Got a lot to get through today and real deal. My kingdom for some athletes. We will explain. Catone's comments, of course, you don't want to miss that. That's a uh, always a fan favorite. And we'll hear from one of you in heated hotline later on in the show. And in Weekly Rewind, we're going to talk Red Sox and the Celtics start their playoff run. Get to all of that. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? Boo
0: fantastic
1: fantastic well you listen we got a, a holiday weekend coming up we're, we're recording on thursday airing 7 p.m eastern saturday due to the holiday mark is uh waiting anxiously for the easter bunny so we had to record today
0: you know, you i mean for the easter bunny you know i like to go on easter egg
1: hunt. well that's what i was wondering i mean are you you got plans that uh for saturday yeah, Sunday? We're oh, gonna... yeah, yeah. What, well, joe what are you expecting from the easter bunny
0: a uh, whole lot of the same bullshit <laughs>
1: okay so what it's, it's a whole i want you know, a wide rec-
0: i want a wide receiver from easter buddy
1: <laughs> we'll get that in a few you know it's interesting um speaking of easter so so tomorrow is um is good friday right and it's also the uh home opener for the red Sox. i think yeah. they uh, open up at three o'clock so good friday tomorrow as we know that's the day christ died went on the cross one to three o'clock it's supposed to be a day of reverence and and reflection and you know, basic quiet silence. And so the Catholic church has come out um, and they're a little disappointed with the Red Sox, Mark. They, uh, they basically wow. said, they, well, they're disappointed that they they had their, they're having their opening day on good Friday. Um, and then when asked, they're not giving any special dispensation or forgiveness for anybody who decides in the stadium to have a Fenway Frank, some meat. So you can't, Catholics can't eat meat on Fridays during Lent and on good Friday. So, They're not going to allow. They're not going to give any forgiveness to anybody who's having the uh, hot dogs, brisket, any of those things you like. So I thought, as a general PSA, we can help the people and give them some other options of what they can get in there. You know, to spend fifteen bucks a pop on something. What what do you think, Mark? What do they got?
0: They don't have a whole hell of a lot that doesn't revolve around (laughs) meat. It's hot dogs, hamburgers, chicken fingers. I mean, what? You know?
1: (laughs) Well, you know, they could have what. Popcorn, they Pop, have
0: popcorn, peanuts, a a, bev- cold, a cold beverage.
1: Cold, they could have beer. I think they probably have wine they, now. Yeah, they
0: do. Too, they right? wine. I think they even, I think you could even get like, like those mixed drinks now. They got like the vodka and all that mixed together with with
1: yeah.
0: fruit and all that stuff. You know, they got those. What's that? The they got the blue and yellow can. I don't know what the hell it's called.
1: Yeah, uh, like they got uh, you know ice cream. Michael yeah, goes to the stuff. alcohol. If you notice, I mean, he's, what uh, what the hell what is, is there?
0: What <laughs> like Joe? Come on, Joe. What else is he do? I
1: well, got candy, right. cotton candy. They got, they got that, those, that
0: uh, be you, Candy. This is the, from the kid who's laying on, on a chair at 2 o'clock in the morning with Red Hots all over his chest.
1: I had, to go to, I had to go to the dentist yesterday because of the Red Hots. That's a whole other story. So uh, <laughs> The Red Hots. Was, yeah. Of course, so, hey, you did, would mention cotton candy. Did you know? Hey, did you know? What Fenway Park, the top three selling vended, uh, you know, the guys that go up and down the stands? Yep. What do you think the top three items are that they sell? Well, most gonna beer. That's number one. Right? Popcorn. No nope. hot dogs. Hot dogs number two. You know what number three is? Cotton Del candy. Dell's lemonade. I was just gonna say Dell's lemonade. Not at Fenway Park. Swear to God. Oh, well that, listen,
0: that's a whole that's, that's a whole episode. Oh Dell's Lemon. Lemonade. Dell's Lemonade
1: is <laughs> <laughs> a whole episode. We'll Show. talk about that someday. I used to own the franchise rights in Arizona. Yo, yeah, that's a whole different he's talking, topic. He's talking Dell's lemonade in Peoria, Arizona.
0: <laughs> that's <laughs> that's that's a whole segment. Like you'd have to take over Katon's comments to talk about Dell's lemonade. Well, we we might have that. to we might have to sedate you for that episode.
1: I've been banned. I've been banned from doing anything like that in Cuthbert's comments. So we're not gonna do that. But I wanted to bring before Real Deal. I wanted to bring that up, and um, you know, so you know, guys have a nice holiday, and I hope everybody out there does too. Uh, just don't eat meat tomorrow. Make sure you, you know what dread- and have a, a veggie hot dog. That's where uh, Impossible Burger is gonna jump up. Veggie
0: hot dog. What what I've, hell is he I've never about? heard of. I've never mm-hmm. heard of that. Veggie dogs. I
1: tell you what, the Dodgers have them veggie
0: know. dogs veggie oh, of dogs. course the la it's la i mean exactly you know. it's la it's like get
1: up at the time yeah. People don't don't the pitch at the Oscars. what are you gonna do you know, I know right
0: <laughs> veggie dogs that's some joe you just taught me something new i didn't know that oh, it was existing dogs.
1: you know if you really gotta have a hot dog that bad i mean yeah. you know I mean, if you're what, gonna what, have a veggie dog you know oh please all right so are you guys ready to go yeah i'm ready all right let's get real right now so working over here you're talking about nonsense I'm working that's why we are the real deal <laughs> it's gonna be real my kingdom for some athletes two weeks from now is the NFL draft Free agency is pretty much subsided at this point. Patriots, I think, have signed whoever they're going to sign, and so now we're getting, getting ready for the draft. So we thought we would talk about and discuss what are the positions of need. I mean, ranking them, and then maybe some ideas for the type of type of athlete that we're begging for. So, guys, w- what up? Rank them. Position by need. Yeah. Well. Did you okay, hear what I just said? Well, I'm gonna anymore? be honest I with you. Fenway Franks.
0: No, I'm thinking of the veggie dogs. Never mind. <laughs> my fact, I am thinking Frank. about the
1: Easter bunny and the and the and the Easter egg hunt. Go ahead.
0: So position by rank, Chris. I you know I'm a, I would say wide receiver, but that's not how they think. So trying to think
1: like Oh, this is old, what we think. This is what uh, Corso and Cotone.
0: I'm telling you what's I'm telling you right now, first round twenty first pick was gonna be an offensive lineman. Oh, he's taking an offensive lineman. I'm you know, telling you, he's taking okay. an offensive lineman.
1: All right. What would you like to see him? I mean, what, what I I would like what to see? You think I would like to see a or linebacker.
0: A I would like to see a linebacker like Nicole B. Dean from Georgia. Hmm. Or I would love to see a wide receiver like Jameson Williams from Alabama or one of those type of guys. Because, listen, I understand you went and got Devontae Parker, and yes, he's going to help. But the league has changed okay you need multiple guys at the receiver position that make life a hell of a lot easier for Mac Jones and to do what these other teams are going to be capable of doing that you just can't do and you need a guy like Nicole B. Dean at linebacker who can go sideline to sideline and disrupt the team's defense this idea of playing in space and being big and physical and, and and not not having to go sideline the sideline is a thing of the past, I think. But but it seems that that's not Belichick's logic.
1: To me, to me, the most important need for this team, I it was it was I would have said wide receiver before, and you know I still think it is. It depends on who's there. If Williams is there, then I, I can't imagine how you pass on him. I just don't They'll think pass. he's gonna be there. They'll pass. I just don't think he'll be there. So to, I, I believe speed on defense is important. So linebacker. I'm pretty much – and, and you're, you're coming around to Dean as well. Everyone's high up on Lloyd. You know, the the, the the linebacker out of Utah saying basically he's more of a Patriots guy. He's an interior guy. Not so much speed to get sideline to sideline, although it was deceptive. If you watch him play, he will move lateral, but he'll fill gaps, and, and you know, he provides that a little bit more bulk in the middle. That's not what we need. That's not what we need. I echo what Mark's saying. Speed. You you it's it's addition by subtraction meaning you got to get leaner and quicker in the center of the field you have to okay so th- that's that's Dean he's 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 quick as hell man sideline to sideline he can play a little bit on the edge too he's more of a he's undersized for a linebacker he's more he's like a Dugger Duggar's sort of like that that size only he's quicker he's he's got more impact at the point a point of contact. And he could cover guys. That's where the league's going right now. I mean, how many mark how many bruising backs are there in the league that we're gonna to have to deal with? You other than them? other oh. than
0: Henry from Tennessee, there is really, and Jacobs maybe from Oakland, there really isn't a lot of big bruising backs anymore.
1: Yeah, but the Raiders now are gonna be throwing the ball over the damn field with, with, with be, no, So I mean be, that's look be, at what you're dealing be. with in the AFC now. In your own yeah. division you know with hill and waddle and and, and digs and these guys i mean you've got to be quick in the center of the field so to me linebacker and and those are and corner. Names, and corner but some other names to look for you notice that the, the the common theme for us is is all i mean i'm talking dean from georgia walker from georgia another another guy that can that can get from middle inside yep. to outside harris alabama Yep. Who you know didn't play quite up to what an Alabama you would think an Alabama linebacker would, but I think he's got a high ceiling. Those are the guys I think. And and Mark, what, what what's next? What's next on the list? Defensive back to you, corner. Corner. There's a lot of good ones. There's a lot. Of you good know what? Ones. You know what?
0: You know what? You know what? I don't understand. Hmm. How is it possible that they brought in? I read this week they brought in corners from Arizona, from Arizona State. It. Arizona State. You know who came from Arizona State?
1: Yeah, yeah. mm -hmm, Oh, mm -hmm. oh. A name that won't be mentioned anymore, you know, once he's released and cut. So, yeah, I I heard that. I saw that as well. I mean, I I don't want anything out of the Pac-12. You want a corner. You want skill positions. You go to the SEC. And some guys you need to look for, obviously, Booth. That's a guy that will probably be there at 21, although I don't know if you really want to take a corner at that spot at that point. I think it depends. I mean, if the linebackers are gone, Williams is gone. I'm okay with the corner there. I'm okay with Booth there. But then when you go further into the draft, Clemson has the, uh, as uh, he Booth is uh, Elam out of Florida. That corner fits your kind of style. You know, a lot of zone play. He can handle it. He can turn inside very, very well. Um, he can break and come back, T-step and come back on the ball quick. So when he's in zone. And he can also turn and run with guys. So, you know, they're I, also
0: mentioning at 21 the, the corner from Washington, another Pac-10 school. And, and and the guy from Washington, Chris, I actually looked at his tape, okay? Yeah. So he's closing from sideline to sideline, and, and he's – as a corner, and he's, he's, he's tracking guys. But then when you look at who he's tracking, and you look at their 40 times, that's he's the gonna problem. get. De- he's gonna get destroyed in in our in our division. If you think you're drafting him at 21, that's a huge mistake because
1: of the inferior competition he's facing in the Pac-12. Yeah, I don't know when they're gonna get that through their heads. I don't know when it's gonna happen when people don't get through their heads that competition makes a difference in college. I mean, for Christ Almighty, you, SEC, Alabama, Clemson, LSU, uh, Georgia. Freaking South Carolina, Mississippi. I mean, these guys—they're Florida. They're playing NFL talent every single. You go, you watch after this draft. How many? We'll count them up. on our post draft show, we will talk about how many guys from the SEC skill position guys were brought in, especially defensive back and wide receiver. I mean, it's 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 absurd why you would look anywhere else. Yeah, I mean, those are the names. I have Booth, uh, Elam from Florida, Davis. There's another guy you can get a little a little bit later, second third round out of Alabama, and that scene from uh for that safety, take a keep keep your eye on that guy from Georgia. So defensive back is of need, Mark. So isn't uh like you and, said, and, linebacker. And so
0: and you had mentioned uh, last week or the week before too. So because of the scheme that New England's running, you don't necessarily need a number one lockdown shutdown corner, but you need somebody that can play. A combination of different things, and and, yeah. and someone that can play zone, and and because like like you mentioned the other day, th- that's that's some what 50, sixty seventy percent of what New England's in now.
1: Yeah, inside out. Yeah, I mean it's it, it, it's 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 outside in. Um, and you need a guy to play the inside, the outside. I mean, is it a question? About, okay. So, do you, have so they...
0: at, do you have to be an you have to be an a top athlete though to play that style.
1: You have to be a good athlete, of course, in the NFL, but you yep. also have to have the intelligence. You also have to have the ability to read what's happening, read route combinations, run the route forum. If you're going to play zone like that, you got to get to a spot. You got to understand timing patterns and things like that. And, you know.
0: And I'm glad you said that because that's what I wanted you to say because that's the view that Belichick takes, what you just said about reading, understanding, having the intelligence. He looks at that. And I don't think he cares if you're an athlete yeah, because,
1: well, if you, because,
0: because if you have what you just described, I, that's his problem. I think with that position is evaluating it out of the draft. Don't get me wrong. If you're a free agent, he, he can look at your body of work in the NFL and, and he evaluate and say, yeah, he fits, but he's gotten lucky with some, and, and developed some, you know, good undrafted players, JC Jackson, Malcolm Butler, but looking at these guys in totality in the draft, he has trouble deciphering what you just said in an athlete, and I think he, he undervalues the athlete side of it, and that's yeah. why he's had so many second-round busts with these these corners he takes.
1: Dawson and – You know? I mean, yeah. Rossi Dowling and yeah, – Because
0: I don't, I don't think he balances that, that what you described as far as smarts and understanding yeah. and the athlete part of it. I mean, he, for Christ's sakes, I mean?
1: don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. Go get, go get the defensive backs out of, out of the friggin' SEC. I'm going to keep saying this till I'm blue in the face. Go get the SEC. Go get them. And the wide receivers. Get them, too. The only guy I would take, I love that Sky more, you know, and I know you love him, but I don't think he's going to be there. I think he's going to be gone quicker than people think. Sky I saw a mock draft yeah. that had him Sky in the Moore. first round.
0: You're talking about, you're going back to wide receiver now. Yeah, yeah. Skywalk, I think, will be there in the second round, but that's it. He won't last after that. You can't sit and say, oh, you know what? He'll be there in the third round. He's not going to be there in the third round. He had such a good combine and such a good pro day that he he's root running, he's going to be in his speed. He's going to be gone. So, if you don't take him in the second round, you're not going to get him. The, the kid I like in the second round, and I think you do too, is, is Mechie from, from Alabama, him, right?
1: They brought him, he brought him
0: in. Brought him in and they met with him at the Combine. So yeah. there's definitely an interest
1: there, right? Well, and he played with, and he he played played with, with Matt He as his roommate. So, yeah. so wow, that was Bolden, right? Bolden. Was I'm sorry. Winner, All right,
0: that was Bolden. I'm but sorry. I want
1: you him, too. Listen, they brought Bolden in, by the way, the other day. Good. I want both of those guys. If that's their plan, listen, if it's their plan, I'm happy if they take Dean, then Mechie, okay, and then somewhere in the sixth round or so take Bolden. Yep. And then fill in with the. And then you fill in
0: between rounds two through six. You fill in the other positions that need, right?
1: But you're right. You're right. Remember this name, Johnson, the God from Boston College, with the twenty-first <laughs> pick in the track. I
0: want to see. I want to see your face.
1: Let me tell you something. I mean, look, it's one thing if if you were looking at Raymond, that Central Michigan tackle. <sighs> maybe a stretch but 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 i i would but but at least he's a tackle do you remember who they took the god you to isaiah win this 21st pick remember that they took him out of georgia see it again and you're gonna see it again let me guys i'm gonna tell you right now okay and then and then we'll we'll get the break if they take that lineman god out of boston college you're gonna see an oscar moment out of me I'm gonna walk up to Belichick on the stage and I'm gonna slap him silly, slap the crap out of him, and have my own Oscar moment. They'll be dragging me out and frigging. Joe, him Joe, up. what's Joe? What's wrong with him? And Os- he wants to have an Oscar moment. That's it. Uh, I'm gonna I have an Oscar moment. Meyer moment for a second. <laughs> no, no, Christ. not tomorrow. No Fenway friends. No Fenway. That's, are you, that's are, it. Oh. Are you devout Catholics?
0: Listen, you do realize that today is Bill Belichick's birthday. I believe he turned 70 today.
1: Is he really? Happy birthday, Bill. You better take a friggin' wide receiver <laughs> or a damn linebacker, you know? That's what I'm going to get you. I you think know? he turned 70. Yeah, I'm going to get you a big sign with all the SEC friggin' teams on there, you know? Go listen, listen, you know
0: your- what, though? All kidding aside, we, I mean, we've been debating this for a couple of weeks now, right? Yeah. Is is it—is it really rocket science? I mean, it, it, when you really boil it down, I, I mean, looking at the last two, three, four drafts, I mean, if you just focus on SCC talent and do your homework at every skilled position, and when I say skilled position, I'm going to include in that corner wide receiver. Well, yeah, right?
1: skilled positions. Sure. You know, uh,
0: if you stuck with that conference, how difficult it is, is it to draft? I mean – you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. You're going to get it to the offensive line. or That's different. Maybe there are, you know, there are other schools. You're well, going to you look go at Penn at State, Michigan, yeah, you know, yeah.
1: Texas, Wisconsin. Yeah. But, those are factories for offensive linemen.
0: But how difficult is it to look at those SEC schools and be able to fill out the majority of your draft board?
1: Especially when your best friend you know, is coaching at Alabama.
0: Yeah, well, that's a whole other issue. Well, and, and, like he's and, yeah. over
1: there. Why wouldn't you? Your quarterback played there. His roommate is coming out in the draft. What the hell do you want to talk about chemistry? Holy Christ! Listen, I mean, you know. when his
0: friend says the epitome of a wide receiver, in his opinion, is John Mechie.
1: Why would I take One. him if he's in there listen, in the second round? I, I love Mechie. He's a guy. He's a, he's a great route. He's a guy that would last 15 years in the NFL. That's that kind of guy. He, he's a great route runner. He squares up for the quarterback. Okay. He goes up and gets the ball. He doesn't have blazing speed. You know what? You
0: know somebody? I was listening to somebody the other day and they were, they were talking about Mechie's faults, right? And somebody was on and they said, you know who Mechie reminds them of? Didn't have blazing spu- speed that breakaway blazing speed, great right route runner, intelligent, understood space. He compared him, and I I know it's a stretch, right? But he said he had a lot of the traits of Marvin Harrison.
1: Oh, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I heard that, I said, I'll take it. I I don't think there was ever a a more intelligent wide receiver than that.
0: And that's what he compared Mechie to because of those intangibles that Harrison had.
1: Precise. Yep. So, exactly. so again, yeah, my king. So, our, our kingdom for some athletes, and that's the real deal. Look, our, and the question still remains: What positions are there of need, and what type of player do they need at that position? So we king. want to hear that from you. Prediction, prediction, yeah. though.
0: Prediction: yeah. They are taking an offensive lineman in the first round. Oh, so, you know what's not? Wait a minute! my on, Easter. Listen, go have a Fedway Frank. Listen, they <laughs> to They're, gonna, they're gonna take an offensive lineman, or they're gonna. Trade down.
1: Trade out, yeah.
0: Trade out and get an extra pick in the second round. Because if they want to take Mechie and a linebacker, now you get the extra second round pick, right?
1: There are going to be some good linebackers in the second round. So, want to hear from you in Heated Hotline. These are pearls. So, have a take. Call us. Let us know what you think what the Patriots need. And, uh Real Deal was presented by Special Sauce Podcast. What's your special sauce? Specialsaucepodcast.com. When we come back, Air Muffs for the Children, Catone's Comments is next.
0: Podcast, wherever you
1: podcast. What's your special song? Hey
0: So, as was just mentioned, so Easter's coming up, right? Holiday weekend. So, holiday weekend, what do you think is gonna happen? Inevitably, my wife is gonna want to send me to some store. So, wait a minute, wait a minute. So, I told her, we had this conversation last night, I said, no stores. Holiday weekend's coming up, I am not going to a store, don't ask, don't even think about it, don't let the thought cross your mind. So, she said to me, but I don't understand, Mark, what is your problem? going to a store, why? Why you? Why do you always have to come back when something something happened when you went to the store? So I started thinking about it. And I really started thinking about, well, what really are my pet peeves that aggravate me about people in stores? So I said to her, I said, you know what aggravates me? You're in a store, uh, in one of these other big box stores maybe, and it's an escalator and you get on the escalator and you're going to the second floor, third floor, whatever, how many floors it's got. And you got these idiots that want to They want to speed walk, run up the escalator. No, no. The escalator is made for you to get on the step. You stay there. You wait. Courtesy. You get to the second floor. You get off. You get to the third floor, whatever your destination is. <laughs> no, you got these idiots that what they are knocking elderly people over. They're hanging off the side of the escalator because you got these people, these morons who want to—they they can't wait thirty seconds. They get to the next floor. They're gonna—they're—you're not much of a hurry to go buy a pair of shoes. <laughs> where, where are you going? I don't understand it. <laughs> then you get outside. Okay, now you're—you're you're going outside, and you got these people who are walking with you they're walking out the door and they don't got the common decency to hold the door open. They let the, they slam the door in your face. You're walking behind them. They don't care if you're a child, if you're elderly, if you're in a wheelchair, they just let the door slam in your face. They're rude and they're ignorant. Show some decency and some respect. Hold the door open for a, for a stranger. Show some respect. Say, hey, come on, go whatever. But no, these people slam doors in your face. Ignorant people. I can't deal with it. You want to send me to stores, and that's what you're dealing with. Now you get outside, and you got these people who, they, they take the carts, the shopping carts. They take their stuff out of the shopping cart. They put their stuff in their cars. You're too lazy to go walk the cart to the, to the place where you're supposed to put it no they leave it in the parking lot now the wind blows it's blowing in your car against your car it's banging your car door you're coming out with three dents because fatso didn't want to walk 25 feet to go put the carriage where it belongs so now i got three dents on the side of my car because of this idiot that couldn't walk the thing where it belongs okay then And there's more, there's more Then <laughs> you got these people. There's lines for you to park your car in between the lines. <laughs> Very simple. Park in between the lines, you get out, you go to the store, you come back, you leave. No, they want to park over the line, half in the line. They take it up to two, two spaces, two and a half spaces, whatever they do parking between the damn lines then you wonder why there's no parking in these parking lots these parking garages because people can't park then they're banging their door open to get in and they're banging your car because there's no space because these idiots don't know how to park in between the lines so you ask me why i don't want to go shop at the stores well those are some of the reasons i told my wife last night i said i don't want to go to stores anymore so I don't go! So at least this weekend, I know that she's not asking me to go to any store so I can relax because I finally explained to her why I don't want to go to stores. I don't think she... She looked at me like I, I had uh, was from another planet, but I
1: explained it to her. Okay. Well... <laughs> Okay, Mark. So, Joe, I, I, I feel like sorry. I, I was clicking <laughs> buttons, in the pictures, and yeah, like that. buttons over here. You know, I'm, I'm over here laughing so hard, I'm muting my mic. So, I, I think I know what's going to be in Mark's Easter basket <laughs> <laughs> on Sunday. You know, or in the little eggs for the Easter egg. It, it, the anxiety medication. Every well, a little a pill in each one of the, you know, each one of the things. Um, Mark, she knows. She knows why she just that's her way, that's her way. Of, yeah, you know, right? I mean? Those things don't activate
0: what I yeah. just said. Doesn't your mean wife assurface. sends
1: you to the store because she knows she she knows she wants her that's her payback for you
0: being who you are? Why do you, you, know? you and Joe disagree with what, what I just described about
1: all these not, stores? Not one ounce do I disagree, not one ounce. Rarely that, that, I disagree with
0: you, Mark. Rarely,
1: I I, I do have um. A question. <laughs> so, so um, do you actually touch the black belts on those escalators? No, no,
0: no, 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 no,
1: no, no. You put no. your hands on them? No. no. I saw a kid lick one of those once. What? Yeah. What?
0: Licked it. Oh my god. Well, I
1: mean, I don't go to. St- I don't go anywhere anyway. You know, you know what happens to me if I go places. But like, I don't touch anything. Talking about holding doors open for people, I kick it with my foot. Like, yeah, come on, you know? I can't touch it. I haven't touched doors. Forget no, COVID. 20 at least, years it's least But at least you got the common kind of decency to hold the door open with your foot. Yeah. No, I hit the, um, with my key, I hit the, uh, the handicap button. Yeah. So the door's right. open automatically. So, uh, you know, now you say, you know, have the common courtesy, right? To, you know, to help people, people in wheelchairs, all this stuff. Says the guy, okay, who... <laughs> neighbor fell down in the snow and he stood there and laughed his ass off at the guy and didn't don't even shake your head as if it didn't ha- joe 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 what does this have to do with <laughs> Cato's comments you know so you know i mean you know you know practice what you preach right you know go help the guy up next door shovel his driveway listen forward. i
0: didn't help him up because he 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 put his lettuce leaves all over my yard after I spent hours cleaning the yard.
1: People are irritating with the damn shopping carts, though. You know, they really the are. Hey, are. crazy. You, you know what? I thought uh, it was a great idea for what, you know Southwest commercials, those airlines where they say you want to get away? Yep. Wouldn't it be a great commercial where if a guy pushes the cart across the parking lot to try to aim for the little slot? And there's people loading their car next door, and he and the car veers off, and, and the guy can't do anything about it. He's already let it go, and it hits the car in the back. That would be a fun spot, wouldn't it? That would be a fun spot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Want to yeah. get away? Want to get the away? The guy standing yeah. there. Sorry, man. But no, nah, no, nah, people are annoying, Mark. People are for sure <laughs> annoying. But I get Joe. I guarantee you, he's in the store this weekend. No, no,
0: no, 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 so, uh, no no store well maybe maybe well no maybe the liquor store uh,
1: you know. that, yeah <laughs> <laughs> you didn't stock up on the bourbon you didn't do that? no that I don't
0: need I got more than enough bottles of that
1: <laughs> you got enough of that so uh listen i want to we want to hear from you out there this would be perfect heated hotline give us a call let us know your parking lot stories your <laughs> stores going at the stores your horror stories everyone's got them we want to hear from you so good stuff mark good stuff katone's comments was presented by jag media productions and uh listen since we're asking everybody to call into heated hotline what do you say we get to one yeah let's do it hotline.
0: Hi, this is Julie from Johnston. I'm calling to talk about the Yankees. After watching the Red Sox-Yankee series, it's the
1: same old Yankees. They have to hit home runs to score. Their shortstop stinks. The catcher stinks. They need to reboot. What are your thoughts? Julie's already—it's it, what are we? What are we? Five, six games in, whatever it is. Yeah. She's already upset. She's already upset. She's ready. Hey, that's a that's a that's a real deal New England field person. right there, you know. I mean, hey. Isn't it? When you guys watch the first Patriots game, you're like, same thing. All right, that's it. Same old. She
0: sounds like a diehard baseball fan, that's, that's for sure. She's
1: ready. she's ready to take the – she's ready to jump over there with the uh, with the Yankees. So, Mark, listen, Um, we'll talk about it. I mean, they've they been they, they through that series with the Red Sox. Yeah, they haven't really looked all that uh,
0: – I'm going to be honest with you. I have to agree with the caller 100% because – they are the same. I mean, I don't know what they necessarily... I mean, they made a few moves during the offseason, right? Okay, they did, right? So, you went and made a deal. You bring in some shortstop that's back in all 59 Ooh. You go rid to Gary Sanchez, the catcher's back in all 59 right? So, she brings up shortstop and catcher. They're atrocious, right? So, I'm glad she brought them up, but so you made these moves, but what did you do fundamentally to your roster to make this team any different than the one that's been on the field the last three or four years? They, 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 she is right. Either they're going to hit a two or three run home run or a solo home run. They're going to put runs on the board. They they cannot string hits together and manufacture runs like these other teams. Even the Red Sox, like the other day against Detroit, they didn't hit a home run. They scored nine runs. Yankees cannot do that. They can't score nine runs without hitting a home run. You watch these other teams, Tampa Bay, uh, the Dodgers. These teams are scoring runs. They're not... They're not hitting home runs. We have to hit home runs.
1: Yeah. I mean, is there, when you, so you talk about, we talk about that lineup, okay? Yeah. So, I mean, talk to the people. Go down, go down some of that lineup. I mean, it, it, let me ask you
0: this. You want to know what's wrong with the lineup? Do you know who was hitting leadoff last night?
1: You're going to tell us?
0: Yeah. You don't know. You know, I thought maybe you watched the game. Anthony Rizzo. How is Anthony
1: Rizzo belong in that spot?
0: Batting leadoff. He's leading the team at home runs. By the way, you got him batting leadoff.
1: Well, they're never going to take because Stanton will always sit in that.
0: Stanton didn't sit, even play yesterday. He had an off day. Stanton but he's he's an off day. He's always
1: in that power spot. So who? Well, who should be leading off then?
0: Well, that's the problem. You didn't. You don't have a leadoff hitter because of the way your roster's is constructed. So, so last year sometimes he had DJ LeMay leading off. Are you kidding me? Really? Like the lineup? The, the, the lineup is flawed, and the fact that you had Anthony Rizzo. Leading off last night is the epitome of having a flawed batting order.
1: So uh, we talked. Well, we talked about that. We said that the the catching in the short, in the shortstop, that middle infield part, is going to be it's going to be an issue. Um, it's Supposedly, be, it's be an though, deal. they fixed and, it with
0: the with the trade they made.
1: Yeah, well, you know, uh, let's see. But so what's let's say it goes this way. This trend continues for them. Let's just take shortstop for a minute. Should, do they go out and make a deal? They like,
0: signed, should have signed. They should have Trevor
1: Story. Yeah, then and that was something we talked about um, when 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 free agency all started up again, when all this uh, lockout stuff and everything ended. We said go get Story rather than Boston, and uh, and they didn't do it. Now, do they make a play? Could he's got an opt out next year, so I'm not sure how that would work. But do you go get a guy like Bogarts?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely, I go get Xander Bogarts. Absolutely. He's no, he's opting out. They, they they offered him some bogus today? It came out. They offered him some bogus extension, one year extension, like 30 million, but it really didn't do anything to his bottom line because he took a team-friendly deal originally. So he's gone. He he's not coming back. He's going to opt out and he's going into free agency. But why not talk him out now? So, huh? Why not pluck him now? No, they won't trade him to the Yankees. They won't trade him to the Yankees. But but I think the the Red Sox are gonna gamble. They're gonna play it out, see what happens to him. If he if he happens to opt out, well, they got Trevor Story to slide
1: in. So you know So for the Yankees it's patchwork until it's patchwork. Until next well season.
0: supposedly they won't go out. They got the the, the kid in the minor leagues, Vope. Is that they think is the next shortstop for the next ten years. My problem with that is Cashman has missed judged minor league talent for the last five years wouldn't part with clint frazier when he could have gotten you good prospects what uh even even um glaber torres is not what he thought he was going to be he thought he was going to be a superstar he's decent he ain't a superstar you could have got a boatload for him a couple of years ago if you traded him now You're not getting anything for him. So all these minor league guys that he thinks are going to be superstars when they come up, they're prospects. They don't turn out to be stud prospects. I would rather trade this kid Volpe, go get some pitching or something for him, and just sign Bogarts. Bring in an established player who's good. Trade some of those prospects. Bring in some other veterans. You know, do like the Rams are doing in football. I don't get Bogarts. I ain't taking a shot on a a 22-year-old shortstop.
1: And to your point too about about uh, s- a small ball, Mark. They haven't been that uh, Boone. Boone will never he'll never even press the button to think about doing something like that to begin with. Even if these guys could, he wouldn't do it. Okay. And again, murderers row. Except they haven't been when oh. when it really counts, and that's the problem. So well, now look at Judge. Judge. They 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 offered him two hundred and thirty million. million. Well, talk well, you talk about you talk about uh, Cashman, right? Yep. But go so they offered him go ahead. What? Again, what was the 130? Supposedly they offered him 230 million. That's what Cashman released. Sorry. But what the hell? How can you how on earth do you come out in a press conference, Cashman, and say, What are you you are playing to your fans by letting them know by airing out that laundry? This is what we offered them. You know.
0: So what do you think's gonna happen when he becomes a free agent?
1: He's done. You know, those are the kind of things that make players say, "Bye, I'm not doing this." You, are you, a GM. You're gonna call me out like that in the press. You want to talk about our contract negotiations? If you, that is not the guy to do that with. What the? Listen, if there's never been more of an example of why this clown needs to be gone, Cashman. This needed to happen. Like, if if the old man, I, he's gotta be rolling, Mark, rolling. Okay, in that grave, he. he Cashman would have been done eight times over already, and he would never have hired Boone.
0: No, and, and I'm going to tell you something. The issue is Steinbrenner. The, Hal Steinbrenner, the managing partner, is nothing like his father. He is allowing this because he's about profit margin, Bottom line, he's getting all this money from the YES Network. He's got all these sponsors. He's there's, they're the richest franchise in, in in any sport. He's got all this money coming in, but yet he wants to stay below a certain threshold, um, to, in, in order to avoid paying payroll tax penalties. That's why the Yankees. I, I know that, but that's why supposedly he's not offering Judge three hundred million. That's why he didn't go get uh, uh, off of Carlos Correa money, Trevor Story money. He's got a cheaper option at shortstop until his his prospect comes up. But what you call it, Steinbrenner is okay with that. He's okay with what Cashman is doing, because Cashman is doing exactly what He's telling him to do with his money. He's managing his money. Instead of doing what the Dodgers are doing, they're blowing through every threshold there is to put a team together to win a championship. That's how the Yankees used to be with the father. Those
1: days are gone. That's because he's he's just like every snot little brat that takes over a franchise like all the rest of them are, that don't know what the hell they're doing, and they sit up there like morons trying to run the New York Yankees. You fool. You're worried about freaking... A luxury tax, you damn fool, you know? Yeah. But all I mean, the money he's bringing in, that's what he's worried about, right? So, well, you so know So that's what? why
0: you're stuck with Cashman. You're stuck with Boom. And that's why the caller is 100% right. That's why that that lineup is built the way it's built. She's right. The catcher stinks. The shortstop stinks. They, they, they're going to hit a two, two or three-run home to win a game. They
1: can't string together hits. Two huge positions. Two of the most important defensive positions on the field. A catcher and shortstop. No, Mark? Yeah. Okay. So, Julie, thank you for the call. She is right, and we will track that. Uh, and hey, listen, um, no better way to segue into the next segment for Weekly Rewind we're going to come back with. But Heated Hotline was presented by Corso Law Group, Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm. CorsoLawGroup.com. Allow us to be your voice when we come back. Weekly Rewind.
0: that time again for a timeout for a message from one of our sponsors. No one ever thinks they will be in the need of a criminal or traffic lawyer, but things happen. Corso Law Group is Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm. Their 20 plus years experience and attention to detail has helped thousands of people all across this great country who found themselves in a situation in Arizona. So whether it's a traffic ticket or if you need reduced DUI or more serious issues, call or go online to corsolawgroup.com and talk these expert attorneys, who I know will help you. Corso law group.
1: back in with more Corso and Katone, the real deal, New England feel. and I'm so glad that uh, Julie brought up the Yankees in the in the uh, last segment, in heated hotline because that's a perfect segue into what we're going to discuss in weekly rewind. Let's have it. so are the red Sox going to make the playoffs believe it or not it's this early in the season and there have uh, been some experts around new england uh, the so-called experts the old timers that are basically saying yeah i don't think this team's a playoff team you know based on the starting pitch and yeah the mock's face tells the tells the story and, and and while there are some early season observations, I, I I throw it to you, Mark. Is this team a playoff team as constructed?
0: I would, I'm would. i going to say yes only because they extended the wild card by a team this year, I believe. They added the team, right, with this new new contract. They're a playoff team because, listen, just look at the lineup, right? Look at the lineup they have. You have, besides J.D. Martinez, Devers, Bogotts, you also have um, Verdugo. Yeah, you have Martinez. Martima. You have all these. Guys. You have uh, Kiki sure. Hernandez, who who can get on base and do different things for you. You have Trevor Story now on that. T- also in that lineup. I mean, when you look at it. They have guys that are going to be able to produce runs. They don't have to hit home runs like we just talked about the Yankees. Like I said, they scored nine runs the other day against Detroit. They didn't hit a home run. They're able to manufacture runs. They have a couple of guys in between there who could steal bases. They're going to hit extra base hits. And when they do need a two or three run, Homer, you got JD, you got Devers, and, and you got Bogotts. I'm going to tell you something. Devers is probably one of the top two or three left handed hitters in the entire Major League Baseball. Okay, so he's that good. I watched him the other day against the Yankees, and I said to myself, "Wow, this kid is good." Like I didn't realize how good of a hitter Devis really was. I mean, he has full plate um coverage. He 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 can he he just, he goes with pitches. He's just a he's just a complete all around hitter who's got power. I mean, and,
1: and, pay that man, pay that oh, man.
0: Listen, they disrespected him too. They're gonna lose him.
1: Oh, and Bogarts, listen.
0: You know what? Yeah, that's, the, that's the Ch that's the way he's taking that Tampa Bay mentality
1: you don't need those guys to win right right so when right. You, so so it's the double-edged sword you like the small ball you like all that and you like the farm system stuff you know now you're gonna put you in the Boston Red Sox you got a 200 million dollar payroll you know you right. should be you yeah. should be winning but, you should be signing these guys but they're they're very far apart and they're like, so like the a hundred
0: Chris they're a hundred million dollars apart. A hundred million apart in what they offered. And he's gonna
1: get it. Of course he's gonna get
0: it.
1: He's gonna get it. So why not? Why not? I mean, you got you have a good lineup. Okay. At the moment, you know, there's there's some issues, and and you know, we'll get to those in a second. But yeah, Mark, I mean, okay, your weak link, you got Bradley, right? Last year he was like a 180 hitter. I mean, he just got his first hit the other day, the other night. But but that meat of that lineup, as you say, Mark. That's a, that's a strong lineup, and defensively, they're pretty damn good. I mean, but again, when you, when you listen to the experts, see, I think the issue is the old-timers look at the starting pitching. We've talked about this. You know, they look at the starting pitching as if if you don't have an ace, if you don't have a Kershaw, you know, if you don't have a Scherzer, who I know is injured all, but if you don't have that kind of guy, then you're in trouble. You know, you can't, you can't make hay in this league. And I say that's nonsense now. I mean, these pitches go two innings, three innings. Now, okay, in that first series, you saw some of these pitches go five. A Five innings is the new eight. You know what I mean? And so well, – yeah, that's, that s-
0: that's a good point. Five innings is now the new eight. You're right.
1: You're so, right. I mean, you know, you got relief pitches. You know my feeling about this. Pack your roster with, with, with mentally tough pitches that could come out of the pen at any given point in the game because that's where the game is going right now. Who's my closer? Anybody. Anyone.
0: And you know what? What you just described... Maybe is the, one. Maybe the, one or two starters. And what you just described is the epitome of the Red Sox staff, right? They got a bullpen that's... They got some mentally tough guys, and they got guys that, that'll come out of the bullpen in any inning that you ask them to come out of the bullpen. And he's got his binder, right? They got yep. all the analytic guys upstairs. They, he's got his binder, right? And, and, and Cora looks and says, okay... Yep. We're going to go, this guy, here we go. He's going to match up against this guy because this guy can't hit this pitch and this pitch. Here we go. But, so he's got his binder. He's got all his matchups. He's got all the statistical guys every week, every night, banging numbers for him. So when you play these teams every series, he's got all his
1: analytics ready for every player on that well, team's at, bench. They right? took out they took a, who they take out last night was, was throwing a perfect game. They took him out in the seventh oh. inning. Who the hell was it? The oh, game? that was the Dodgers.
0: That was, was crucial, But they did that game. because of the pitch count. Because so what? Pitch count. You're going to throw a perfect game. It's early in the season. Yeah, well, but his he's um, had a I history. He's had some injuries. And, and oh, that was more that about health. More about, but that was more about health than it was analytics, though.
1: Yeah.
0: It's the beginning of the
1: season. That what do you practical. mean by
0: health? How
1: many it's injuries? He's only been 23 in history.
0: No, 23. Listen,
1: listen, listen. When does it come to a perfect game? Nobody's more
0: of a baseball purist than me. And I would love to see a perfect game, but I'm going to defend the Dodgers because that was about health. Health! What health? You got yeah, power with health. It's friggin' the first week of the season. Yeah, you Here's know what your problem
1: dead? is? You know what your problem is? You got that football mentality. Hey, you wanna go out there with know, concussions and busted. You, know you go back in time and you look at some of these pitches, okay? They could they could have played football. You know what I yeah, mean? They're well, weak, yeah. it's soft now. It's everything soft. But Mark, back to the Red Sox. Listen, if they don't make the now, okay, it's a tough it's the toughest division. Well, oh, it's the toughest division in baseball, and, I, and it, I don't yeah. think anybody's going to touch Toronto in that division. I, you know. Listen, did well, you see
0: the kid last yeah, night? I know three, we're talking about the Red Sox, but, but three the home kid, runs, a that double. kid Guerrero Jr. is not just a, a, a great player; he is a generational talent. Yeah. You don't see many of those players no. come along. That kid's a generational talent. He's that good. If you've never seen him play, please viewers. Catch a Toronto Blue Jay baseball game and just watch this kid hit a baseball. It's did unbelievable. You, did you see the play he made?
1: Yeah, that was defensively. Think, yeah, to end the game. To end the yeah. game, I played first base. That ball. Ask your son. He plays first. That ball was a was a rocket that was hit down there to end the game. He he got. It was behind him. He caught it.
0: Yeah, he's so, a generation yeah, player. Yeah, you know what?
1: Pitch to him. Pitch to him more. He had three home runs, a double. No, don't put him on. Pitch to him.
0: This no, is your point. I will the- say this. I will say this. We're talking about the Red Sox. Cora would not have would have had somebody in there that could. If they couldn't pitch to him, he would have put him on base because know, he's huh? looking at the numbers. He wouldn't have did what Boone did last night. Well, Boone's a Boone's.
1: That's another issue for the for the for the ex. But the Red Sox, Mark, if they don't make the playoffs, it might look you have a two hundred million dollar payroll. Okay. You've won an average of 94 games over the last five years. Yep. You throw a World Series championship in there. The down year in 19 was was it 19 or 20. The down year was like 80. It was the COVID 20,
0: year, I think, was the down year. 20, 20
1: 85 wins. Yeah. That's still a good freaking record. So you know, it, with a 200 million dollar payroll, it's it, it's 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 a it's a failure for Hein Bloom if they don't make the playoffs in year three of his of his tenure here, right?
0: No, Are I you, think it is. I, I definitely think, it is. but I think the way they're constructed, if if they stay healthy offensively, the way he's analytically put that pitching staff together, I think they're gonna win ninety three, ninety four, well, ninety five games, and that'll that's enough to get you at least a wild card. You wait on. I don't think you're gonna, I don't think they can win the American League East, but they're gonna. Get a, they'll get a wild card.
1: Well, they' get into the playoffs. I mean, there are some early issues. Home runs, the, the starting lineup is giving up. I mean, all, all of all of last year um, allowed, let's see, 106 home runs from their starters, 70 from their relievers. This season, they've allowed nine home runs in six games. Yeah, their starters. That's not good. So they got some things to clean up there. And the middle infield hasn't been that good. I will say that um, Story, excuse me, Story had the kid. He missed a couple of games. You know, he probably hasn't got much sleep, you know, so he's a little behind right now. And Bogarts, he's got that little nagging injury, but I think he's uh, he'll come around. He'll he's come a,
0: around, and I'm going to be honest player. with you. I think Story, Story's going to be all right. So, wait until I hit the Fenway Park and he starts hitting the, off the green monster. Wait, he's a Fenway Park. He's going to be a perfect Fenway Park hitter. I mean, it, you know what I mean? They just happened to open up on the road.
1: Sorry, my muting Mark. I got all kinds of issues with my equipment. So that's because he wants to put the pitches on the football field. That's why that's why. <laughs> so the question still remains for the Red Sox. Are they a playoff team? Want to yes, hear from you? Yes. Want to hear from you? And he wanna hear from them in Heated Hotline. Not you. We've heard enough from you. And uh this week, Celtics are gonna start off their series with the Nets on Sunday. I think it's uh what three 3:30 start? Yeah, on Sunday. So, yeah, so listen. Um the biggest question for me on this, and should be for all of you out there, is why not rest the guys on Sunday? Why why last, are we playing? Last we, Sunday, last Sunday. Why are we playing the Nets?
0: Listen, I, I, it doesn't. I, I don't get it. Milwaukee didn't. Milwaukee made sure they lost on Sunday, didn't they? Oh, conveniently, they, and didn't play, conveniently, and Philly, conveniently, oh. right? But no, the Celtics wanted to go win by thirty on yeah. Sunday instead of you know.
1: Listen, Although I think Philly won, but yeah, they did. But, but they but, rested Embiid. But they rested Embiid. But they still won.
0: I mean, why you Jalen Brown? You know, a uh, 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 Tatum, rest him. Oh, you know, get, their knees are sore. Uh, Horford, the back, rest them. Like, there was no reason for those guys to be playing. Lose the game. Why do you want to play Brooklyn in the opening round? Yeah, we can beat them. But why do you want to take that risk of playing them?
1: You know, and, and the whole idea of well. You know, we want to go in on a roll. We're going to go in with momentum. Resting guys on on the last game of the year is not losing momentum. I, you know, it, 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 this is different than football. You know, you you can rest the guys. I mean, they did it nights a few nights before that. They did it against Milwaukee. So do it on the last game of the of the year. And hey, look, if you still if you if your backups still win the game, what are you going to do? You win the game. But God damn it. No, I'm sorry. I don't like this macho crap. No. I really want to face the Nets. want oh, them. I want the Nets. Like, what do we, what do we, you know? Joe, he sounded like the Incredible Hulk. Remember, Ferrito? Well, <laughs> that's what people are like. People are like, Yo. oh, I, if you want to be the best, you have to face the best. What a crock of crap that is. You know what? You know how the, I'll, I'll just, I can't even wrap my head around that. Look, the bottom line is, that attitude sucks. I don't want things. I don't want anything to do with two two of the best players in the league. Durant could take over an entire not a game, a series. And so he can Kane take over a an series. And Irving, too. So let's go through that game. So he, now here they are. Here we are. We're bitching and complaining about what already happened. Let's talk about the series because no Robert Williams. Did What's the matchup like?
0: Did you see the kid Brown for, for the Nets kind of say, that he likes the matchup because of no Robert Williams, and that Durant was quick, the kind of quick he out. was. Yeah.
1: yeah, he said I don't know. He was uh, he some caffeine. He said he must have had some caffeine before the interview. Was, yeah. uh, those, those guys can get it done in Boston. Yeah, he knows. He so knows. when you what? break down this matchup, yes, they should. Does this make it a, a tighter series now? Do you, think it go, like how many games do you think it goes, about, like, how many games you think
0: it goes? Without Robert Williams, I think it's a tighter series because I think Robert Williams was a rim protector and could do things around the rim. And and I think he, the, Kevin Durant likes that little baseline jumper sometimes. He puts up that floater. And I think with Robert Williams in there, that kind of takes that one shot away from Durant. Anything you could take away from Durant is a bonus because he's, he's the best player in the league, I think. And in my opinion right now, and, and Williams could take that away from that that little shot away from him because of his the way he defended under there. So yeah, I, I think it's gonna it's gonna make it a little bit longer. I still think personally the Celtics are gonna win this thing. My prediction, the Celtics are gonna win this in six. If it goes seven, here's my prediction. Celtics in six, if it goes seven, Brooklyn beats them at the garden because Durant and Irving will take the game will will, will outscore Jalen Brown and Tatum and Durant and, and Irving will 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 thrust that team to a game seven win.
1: We're gonna win it in six. If it goes seven, we lose it. Not only that that's my prediction. We're winning in is, six we've had issues. The Celtics have had issues all season finishing games where they it's like a a, short, a small you know a five point game, yep. you know, a, a tight game. And they've had issues winning those types of games. Well, I'm going to tell you something right now. You, you, you make this game a five, you know, a three-point, five-point game at the end with, like, two, three minutes left. Those two guys, Durant's taking over that game, and he's winning that game. That's it. I don't care who you put on him. Now, I will say, the per, they're, much, they're a much more perimeter-based team than Interior. But they like to drive. We talked about this a week ago or so, where no Robert Williams guys drive to that net and they're not looking anywhere but to the net. They're not looking to their side for the block to come with Tice and Hawford. It's not happening. So that's a problem with Durant. That's also a problem with Kyrie. But so Marcus Smart and Brown are such good defenders, though, that they there's an opportunity for them to actually. You know, keep keep Kyrie really on the wraps. Those two guys can get that done. And Horford, hey, don't don't sleep on Horford's Horford. Gonna ha-
0: Horford, I think, is quietly going to be the X factor in this series because I think he's capable of giving you 13 to 14 points on any 15 points on any given night. And there's going to be a night or two in this series. He's going to have to give you 15 to win a game. And and I think he can, the way right. he's been playing. And I'm going to tell you who else has to play. Like, he's been – he. Sometimes says, "Oh, you know, he complains I'm not an, an all star, this and that." This is Jalen Brown's chance to show that he's one of those guys. He's in the conversation with Tatum and those guys. Well, now's his chance. Let's produce and let 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 let's be that other star, superstar on the side of Tatum to take this series home.
1: Yeah, and so um, what's your prediction? Well, I gotta get to that in a second, but uh, to me. This is Jason Tatum's legacy game series. This series right now. His hey, the, leg- first round,
0: the first round a- of the playoffs?
1: Absolutely. His legacy is on the line. So he either you come you come to bat against the what the best player in the world, you're going against the best player in the world. He'll probably be guarding him. Okay. Those two guys are going to get at it all day, all series. You go into a shell like Tatum has done against superstars in the past. Okay. This series goes away. Your legacy is. Is in the toilet at the moment. Okay. That's why I say it's a legacy game for this guy. Okay. He's got to take over. He's got to take over the game. And By the way, they're saying that if it does go six, seven games, Robert Williams may be available.
0: Well, yeah, because the way the NBA sets up this, the playoffs with all the days off in between, game sevens may first.
1: So, but the Nets are so dysfunctional, and I know we got to go, but the, the Nets are so dysfunctional. They, they, they are, they're two individuals. There's no team element to them. There's no game plan, Nash. Yeah, he doesn't have control of that situation. So if those two guys can't go off, then the Celtics will win the series. I don't. I. I, I honestly, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but it's going to be Brooklyn in seven.
0: Okay, Joe, put that down. He said Brooklyn in seven. I'm saying the. Celtics, and I hope
1: I'm wrong. I'm saying I'm wrong. the Celtics in six. You call. Yeah. He, he. Let me know. Rip. Rip me apart in heated hotline this week. Rip. Rip me apart. And I hope I'm dead wrong, but I don't think I'm going to be. So. Mark, it's gonna be a tight one, isn't it? I I I did not want this team in the first round.
0: You predicted predicted Buffalo to beat the Patriots.
1: (laughs) And it happened. It happened. Weekly Rewind was gonna be
0: wrong this time.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I hope so. Weekly rewind was presented by Special Sauce Podcast. What's your special sauce? specialsaucepodcast.com. Guys, it's that time again. We're uh, getting ready to go. Both of you, please have a a wonderful, happy, safe holiday. And I hope the Easter Bunny brings you your anxiety pills, Mark, and every other thing that you need and want this holiday season. And for all of you out there, please enjoy the holiday and be safe. And thank you for joining us in the nation. All of our shows are up for you to watch and listen to this week, next week, anytime you want. And make sure you uh, give us a call on Heated Hotline, 855 three one three pats i almost forgot the number mark eight five five three one three i am excited and I can't like one of those cadbury eggs you know and uh, make sure you come back next week 7 p.m eastern we're going to talk that celtics net series net series going to have more draft coverage talking about uh, the patriots needs and anything you want to talk about we'll have the answers to because we are the real deal new england feel see you next saturday Find Corso and Catone on iHeartRadio, iTunes,
0: or wherever you podcast. And subscribe to the YouTube channel, Corso and Catone, and catch the chaos at 7 p.m. on Saturday.